Now, could you say that we could give a nickname to Joe of Joking Lannister? Because <laughs> he paid his debt. Lannister <laughs> always pays his debt. <laughs> Am I right? Am I right? There's a rat called Radis. He's a leader of the bunch. A cat called Mabigliana. She's fluffy, but she's tough. Darren, he's a dopey dog. She's a mother that mixed up bunny. Hello and welcome to the third episode of the Ferals Podcast. I'm your host, Monkey Boy, and I'm joined by... Swinney! And Mike Latoris. Uh, this is the third episode called Couch Potatoes. Um, I'll have to edit the intro. Um, so, what, what, you know, any, any thoughts, guys, like, just straight off the bat with this episode? First of all, I'm glad that I watched the right episode, because I was worried that someone had might have named it the third one on YouTube. Because yeah, it was hard, it was to, hard find, to find. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Mm. Through legit... Really? Sorry, sorry. What? YouTube, I just sorry. for it. It was, it was like the first thing. You search... You, you get into the habit. You got to search for a S01, E03, and it's yeah. like the first hit. Yeah, that's, sorry, that's YouTube. Just the... I meant completely legitimate means that don't exist. Of course. Oh, yeah. Well, the DVDs, which we have... Streaming it on... Uh, that were never produced. Netflix, Netflix 2. <laughs> that has it on it. <laughs> I wonder why it's not on any streaming service. Like, you think you could just whack it on um, iView or something like that, but I don't know, maybe there's copyright that, issues? That's because... You know why? Because no one listens to it. No one watches that shit. We're like the only three people on this entire planet <laughs> that are watching that right now. They're uh, they're waiting to release Feral Flicks. <laughs> exactly. Uh. Yeah, dedicated streaming platform. Monetize that Feral. shit. It, exactly, it's a sequel yeah. to Feral TV. See, they were ahead of their time. <laughs> that's true. It's funny because all of us three would subscribe, so that would have plus one of our listeners. Yeah, exactly. So there you go. There would be four more subscribers than what Stan would have, and and actually by this (laughs) by the time this episode airs, that might not even exist. People might not even know what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Melissa, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. And after watching this episode, I have to admit, like, I can understand there'll be only four people total watching this show. I didn't think this was a very good episode. I don't know about you guys. The, this episode was, was the worst yet. Yeah. Um, it wasn't horrible, but if we judge, if this was the very first episode, um, you wouldn't want to watch anymore. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know the show gets better. I, I think that kind of applies for every episode for <laughs> no, most people. No. Uh, the I first episode think, was good. The- the first episode was good, the second had its moments, but the third yeah. was just boring. Good. Why did you guys only give it like a six if it was good? Well, we're tough markers, man. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. a six is a good. What are you talking about? Exactly. Yeah, Normal distribution, baby. Yes. Not this eight equals hate stuff. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, hate, I hate how people rate things. Everything's an eight or a nine. It's ridiculous. Yeah, you should see, uh, you should see Swinney's Metacritic reviews. It's all eights. <laughs> It's only because he only gets the good games, you know. There's billions of games out there, so still probably fits the normal distribution. That's true. (laughs) All right, so his normal distribution. We've got an episode of TV to uh, to critique here. Come on, let's go. (laughs) That's right. So the episode opens up with you know more lessons for kids, where Leonard makes a two hundred dollar bet with Joe and Robbie that they can't go. Well, they all three can't go without watching TV. Um. You know, more great life lessons for the kiddies out there. You know, when you're just casually having conversations with people, why don't you add money to the equation and bet and, you know, have stipulations? Now, like we did with a certain other thing that may have been in a Seinfeld episode when we were kids. Well, I actually thought <laughs> wait, that. Wait, sorry. You know, this- kids, you have to clarify when you were in high school in year 11. Like 13? You, oh, no, uh, year 11 12? is very different than kids when you're talking about <laughs> oh, yeah, that thing 11, that was sorry. an insightful episode. You've got to make 16. that clear. Thank well, you. I, I, and so I was yeah, not a part okay. of it. Thank you very much. If you I step back for a second, this That's because you only discovered the joys when you were like 21. Sorry, go on. <laughs> wow. We're keeping to the, the keep, it, keep it non-explicit type of tag, aren't hey, we? Hey, I didn't swear. <laughs> not a single swear word. 
That's well, I what like, I was told not to do. I, I didn't do it. like the ferals, you know. It's sort of adult themes masquerading as general discussion. Um, exactly. So, yeah, the whole the whole premise of the entire episode, and it's a single, pl- single plotline ep- uh, episode, isn't there? There's no even real subplots going on. Um, no, it's not pretty, this one, no. pretty straight in there. Yeah. yeah. Um, Unlike John. It's all about a bet, <laughs> which actually... When I was watching it, I was actually thinking about the Seinfeld episode. I'm like, maybe, you know, Larry David was watching this episode, you know, got especially what? sent over from Australia to the States. I reckon, because oh, this, this we, we mentioned this could Larry be the David formulation before. of the greatest episode of TV ever. Quite possibly, yeah. Because <laughs> even the other episodes, the way they're strung together, I thought, wait a minute, Larry David. <laughs> exactly. Now, now, just a quick note on their bet. There is no way at all that students would bet $200 on something like this. $200 for students. Now, Joe, apparently we, if we remember from the first episode, although they haven't really mentioned it since, is he's a promoter. We don't see him promoting anything, but it's fair enough he would have 200 bucks. There's no way. He promotes himself a lot. There's no way at all that they would bet 200 bucks. It'd be like a $20 bet max. Well, I mean, well, what's context... that in today's money? Like a thousand bucks? Wow, I'm I'm working it out now. Well, I mean, put it in this context. I made a bet on the weekend. This was before watching this episode, and it was for mm. fifty bucks. I lost a bet, unfortunately. Um, it was a stupid. Was it Lance football Armstrong related? Where? No, Lance Armstrong. I said that he wait, uh, wait. he turned his pedals over 180 times a minute, and it's more like 100, okay. 120. Anyway. Um, wait, wait, wow. sorry. But you, you surely sorry. would have weaseled your way out of it, right? Because, I mean, you've been watching The Ferals, so you know how to weasel your way out of everything. Well, yeah. So I'm guessing think... you didn't actually pay the 50 bucks, right? <laughs> well, you know, I will. I will. I was, I was going to say, I'm actually surprised <laughs> one you, day, uh, you admitted that you were wrong on that one. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. I'm learning. I'm growing. So, like you, you know, <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen in uh, sleep, uh, Sleepy, uh, no, uh, was it The Demon Barber of Fleet Street? That's right. <laughs> Well, yeah. Uh, so, like, this guy is an investment banker. I'm I'm in between jobs right now, so I'm like very wealthy. But um, I made a fifty bucks in between bet, jobs. And, another way of saying you're a bum. <laughs> and he was he was kind of like pushing for maybe a hundred dollar bet, but that was kind of like where it was at, right? So isn't I that just, a bit unfair? They're an investment banker versus an unemployed guy. <laughs> hey, making in between bet, jobs, like, in between uh, jobs. Well. <laughs> The fact that Sorry, he won, the jobs. fact that he won the bet shows there's a reason why he has a job and you don't. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I was and the fact that him, the economy take... collapsed in 2008 is also a good indication of the fact that. Anyway, <laughs> well, I was going to use the line. I did think of it, so I'll, I'll 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 be honest. I did think maybe I'm going to say you wouldn't take fifty bucks off an unemployed person, would you? But I didn't. You know, I held back. <laughs> it was hard. But anyway, he was wanting about hundred bucks. I was wanting fifty bucks. I was really confident that I was right, like very, See, very if, confident. And I still if went. If you 50. said, if you said, uh, while wearing glasses, you wouldn't take fifty dollars off an unemployed person. See, it would have worked. Yeah, yeah, true. Probably. So fifty hundred dollars. It was around that. That's what most people bet. Like even today, like a lot of people would just bet twenty bucks. Right, so just putting it into the the trusty, and I've done this twice now. The RBA inflation calculator, it would be about three hundred and fifty bucks in today's money. Yeah, no one would do that. That's Come crazy. On. No one would do that, especially That's for a kids' TV totally show. Crazy. All you have to say in the TV show is it's like a million 20, bucks, twenty dollars or something, or something like as you said, way out of the proportion. But it's just really odd. It shows that the people writing this um, show they. They're not thinking for kids. They're thinking for adults because in for adults watching a show, fifty bucks is like yeah, whatever. But two hundred bucks, we're like, whoa, that's some serious cash. <laughs> My and God, two hundred bucks back. Two dollars was, was amazing. Like, remember when you used to walk down the street and you used to find twenty cents on the floor, and that was like the greatest day ever. Yeah, that's right. I remember walking to the fish and chip uh. shop with my uncle and cousin, and there was fifty bucks, like fifty. So it was two twenties and a ten on the floor. And my uncle grabbed it. Of course, he didn't go find the person who dropped it. He was just like, put it in his pocket. And then he gave <laughs> uh, each of us, I think, 20 bucks each. And he pocketed the 10. So, it's a pretty good uncle. Taught a lesson there. Wait, just, wait, wait. Steal wait, the money. Wait. But <laughs> I think I've got it now. Is your uncle Radis P. Radis? 
<laughs> Professor now, now it makes Sounds sense. Like now it makes sense. <laughs> Professor Radis P. Radis. <laughs> I swear I've seen the Professor Radis P. Radis somewhere around the place. And I was that was the one payoff in this episode that it was mentioned at one point in the episode. I thought that was funny. But yeah, like back they in the could- day, 200 bucks, that was like a Super Nintendo. Because that was around the time when the Super Nintendo was out. I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who's, who's betting that. that kind of About money? About a PlayStation like, now. I think I got like five bucks a month or something back then in pocket money. Like, <laughs> 200 buck bet? Like, it's insane. And these are ABC writers and producers and stuff. They Come on, like, they're not on massive money. Like, even for them, 200 <laughs> bucks would have been a lot of money. They would have been paid peanuts back then, yeah. I know, they probably got like 200 bucks for the whole series, these actors. Anyway, it was they're, crazy. They're probably doing it just hey, for d- the experience. D- just a, a really quick tangent. You, you guys know that ad that was used in in those videos, the, the parting ad where they go, you wouldn't steal a handbag, you wouldn't steal a car. I think I know Did what you guys you're going to say, say it. That was pirated, yeah. yeah the ad know, itself it was, mis- was pirated. Misused. I love yeah, that. Yeah, it wasn't... Yeah, Let's go with right. misused, yeah. 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 Yeah, that's that's I, 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 you know whatever they come back with, whatever Sony comes back with as an excuse, that's the excuse people should start using. Oh look, you know the thing is like with you know pirating and stuff, it's wrong. Like, but it's mm. you know they're just trying to make it feel more extreme than it is. But it, there's a huge difference. Like if if you're face to face with someone and there's a crime there, like that that you're breaking huge you know psychological and societal barriers. So it's really not the same. Like you look at Australia's case and you got mum and dad's pirating stuff, like downloading Breaking Bad or, you know, the latest show that's not getting broadcast over here until like a year or two from now. So hmm. anyway, that's it's a bit of Wait, a diversion. Tangent. <laughs> uh, Let's go back to the episode. Yeah, Ferals. So yeah, talk about bear. their dodgy dealings. The Ferals? And, um, the Ferals. But... <laughs> So I guess like what like what one thing that came from it was the Ferals couldn't watch TV either, so they just went to the tip and found the TV and brought it back to the 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 shed. I'm like, now there's did- no way there's a working TV <laughs> at the tip. A working TV, Zero I know. Did you What's see? What's the chance of that happening today? Did you see Radis's uh, move when he was getting out of the way of the TV? No, I didn't see that. Damn. They dropped the TV what and Radis's he goes to move and he almost does like a barrel roll. <laughs> It does a barrel. Awesome. <laughs> Do a barrel. And I'm smashing. Yeah, well, they a- had they had some some action characters in that, didn't they? Later on, we'll what get it? to it with a certain other character. <laughs> I'm not even knowing we'll, what you're talking about. We'll get about. there clearly. <laughs> we'll get there. No idea like what you're talking about. All right. We'll, I don't we'll, need we'll to later. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, I, I saw the little you know wink wink nod nod joke. The fact that. Mixie, the rabbit, they were using her ears for the antenna for the TV, i.e. bunny ears, is like a colloquial term for the antennas, so I thought that, that was, was like, pretty funny, actually. Was a bit I of, like that, that part. It, it, it's not a ha-ha kind I, of funny, but it's like, oh, yes, that, uh, that amused me. But the part where they, um, I think it was just before that, where they go, the lights are on, but nobody's home. Oh, he's yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. talk to him. I thought that was a pretty funny expression. I like that. The I'm uh, using it. just be- just before that, Leonard, um, you know, when he brings in the alarm to put on the TV to to uh, <laughs> figure out whether or not it's uh, you know they're going to use the TV. Yeah. Now I didn't know what kind of alarm he was talking about, but as soon as he said, oh, "What's that?" and I was expecting him to say, "It's a digital." Something, yeah. something, yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, and I was happened? so disappointed when he said it's an alarm. <laughs> I was like, just you're a normal everyday alarm. Oh. Leonard, you're losing your touch. What are you doing? It now? just shows that they were dialing in this episode. I like when oh, he brought yeah. out the do- device. I was like, my mouth was watering. I was like, he's gonna call this the digital <laughs> TV alarmification, but don't press this button. And it, what, what, what crap was that? It's an alarm. I'm like, oh. I was so disappointed. <laughs> but yet again, he's got another device. Another device that is essential I'm for the plot I'm sensing a pattern line. here. I know. God. Um, That's three out of three. So, so yeah, Joe and Robbie, they're struggling to, to keep the bear. And then it, there's this montage, this crazy montage of the feral. I think they're just trying to progress through, you know, the fact that there's four days in the bear and they want to kind of get to the, the last day of the bear or near the last day. So there's this crazy montage of the ferals watching TV almost not even 24 hours straight. It's 
like three days in a row or for like two consecutive days or something or it, three, yeah. yeah it was such it was such an odd sequence like there's a part <laughs> where know. they're watching they just the chair falls over and it's like <laughs> what and then it just moves on to them watching tv again it's just i know. i they up to this point i feel that they've done weird kind of slapstick well but this this episode they kind of missed the mark i think yeah like I, I'm kind of at one point in this episode, I was like, "Wow, there's 27 episodes to go." That's where I was kind of going. With it. In that <laughs> sequence, there is one part. One of on, yeah, there is one part I like though, which is when they're watching that uh, some drama, and then they're all crying, and then Radis is like, "No, no!" He's just <laughs> screaming, like wailing. It's I like that. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was funny because I was setting it up that he wasn't even emotional because at the start it was like. He wasn't reacting, so it was like everyone was yeah. crying apart from him, and then he exploded. So, yeah, I, I had a chuckle over that. That was pretty funny. Um, what what yeah, about the part with the dicking around trying to get the aerial to work? Remember those days? What? Oh, having in, to like sticky tape the aerial to to the window, having to like hold it for half the show because otherwise it wouldn't work properly. Well, yeah, I, now you can't. Now you can't do anything with digital TV. TV. You've just got to <laughs> sit there and put up with it. <laughs> pretty much, yeah, it works yeah. or it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the funny thing is now people bitch about 4K. Uh, 4K is not high enough. I need but, like 20 extra monitors. But I reckon like the modern day equivalent, like if I was trying to explain it to a younger cousin or something, I'd just say it's like mobile phone reception. That's what TV reception yeah. was like. Because in my apartment, good saying, I have to yeah. be in a specific part of a room to make it work or else I can't receive calls, which is kind of good because I'm wow. very private, you know, very so private that I'm, that we're doing a podcast, but um, yeah, exactly. And you streaked the other week, yeah. So, or I leave my phone like in that part of the room, and when I hear it ring, then I can either answer it on my computer or I'll go, you know, pick it up, which is crazy. But that, that's what like TV reception was like, and it was like paranoia, man. Like, oh, am I, am I positioned in the right place? Like, if I move, then it suddenly gets a bit worse, and it's probably just a coincidence. So then I'd like I used to like watch the TV in a certain spot and I wouldn't want to move, you know, for fear that um, the reception would drop out. I don't know if you guys were as crazy as I was. No, I was. I was. I I remember my tiny little thirty-two centimeter TV or thirty-four centimeter, which really by today's standards I think is smaller than a laptop screen. <laughs> and having to to sticky tape the aerial to the wall and then get I, coat I, hangers to attach to the rest lo- of the aerial to have like three or four s- in the room. I would love to see a laptop screen that's bigger than thirty two inches. And you know, I think you've got your measurements a bit. <laughs> no, off no, there. no, no, he said centimeters. No, 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 thirty four centimeters. Centimeters. Ah, oh, I thought he said inches. Ah, yeah. So, all right. Oh, that's a correction. Yes, yeah, yeah, this, on the this, record. That's going to be yeah. in the show notes. <laughs> yep. Well, I just reversed it, so I'm all good. <laughs> you got to be like the ABC. Publish your name, your you know your qualifications, your address, so and then there can be follow up letters sent to you. <laughs> no so surrender, no anyway? regrets. And then you get That's to go media inches. watch thirteen inches. That TV was. Wow. Yeah. Well, you yeah. know, thirteen inches is is the size of my laptop. And that's yeah, probably think- an average sort of laptop screen. <laughs> sorry, I'm so glad you said laptop. A, oh, I was so expecting you to inches. say something else. I'm so happy you said laptop. There's a part where, you know, Robbie, just after she starts, you know, like getting the twitches from withdrawals from the TV, <laughs> yeah, she's looking true. at the TV and she just snaps at Leonard. She just <laughs> well, goes, no, goes that, that's, off That's him. exactly what happens. It wasn't. That's intentional. I mean, think about what happens to, to an addict of any sort. When they go through withdrawal symptoms, yeah, but they this is a really kids' snappy. TV show. Yeah, but it's. Well, I think I think we've established it's not exactly really only a kids' TV show. But the thing it's is, very adult in it's, in its not, nature, and that's exactly what happens. It's in real not life. like he's getting any action. He doesn't have to put up with this. <laughs> it's not like he's, he's got something zone. good on the horizon. Do you not know the psychology <laughs> of these friend zone guys? They will put up with yeah. so much crap. That's what they do. Oh, yeah. They're the punching bag. That, that's why he is so calm bag. and collected for pretty much the entire episode, unlike the other two. Exactly. Who also happened to suffer not only from withdrawals from TV, <laughs> but sexual frustration as well on top of that. <laughs> yeah. It's really a shitty on, situation to be in. On, the, on that note, the car scene. My God. Yeah, the car scene yeah, that was, was, that was uh, so weird. The tension was, oh, it was nearly it destroyed had, my TV. 
it was like a uh, a setup for you know an award winning pornographic masterpiece or something. <laughs> it I was. Thought they, I thought he I had his arm around Ron her. Jeremy to pop out of the back seat. What's up? Because <laughs> that's what I'm sure he's known for. Going what's so, up? So to set the scene, that like you I know, don't know they're, they're all struggling to not watch TV apart from. By the way, is Leonard in this bet to not watch TV? He is, isn't he? Yeah. Because he seems to not care yeah. about watching TV. Okay, okay. So That's just Joe and Rosie. He's portrayed as the normal person in this show. Yeah. He's, he's definitely the normal person. <laughs> well, we'll talk about that in a second. Because in the car scene, so uh, Joe's in the car and he's bought a portable TV to watch in the car so that Leonard doesn't see him. And then Robbie rocks up and she's also got a portable TV. So they're like, oh, let's watch the portable TV together. And by the way, did it look like Joe had his arm around Robbie at one point? It did to me. It looked yeah. really weird. It was and a really odd there, scene. It was super is weird. Is there a, uh, some sort of a euphemism in the whole thing? Uh, we'll, watch, uh, <laughs> we'll watch each other's shows. Well, well yeah, he, did want, like, he did want to watch like... Gumby. And if you're talking about any show <laughs> that has a lot of sexual innuendo, Gumby's your, your show for you. Uh, so. I don't want to read into it. That was but... freaky, that show. I'm just putting it out there. Well, and then Leonard pops up and is like, oh, you know, I've caught you 200 bucks each. That's 400 bucks. Was Leonard in the back of the car all that time? Yeah. The entire time. What the yep. hell is he doing? I know, I know. Now, <laughs> well, look. How does that even work? How do you get into the back of a car without someone knowing that you've opened the door? How the hell he do animals talk? <laughs> Why do they live in a shed? What the hell is wrong now, with this guy? Is he just sitting in the car but, waiting for Joe to come into the car to watch TV? Wait, what? wait. No, we had some sort of a stalker Within streak. the kind of, you know, screwed up <laughs> rules of this Feral's universe, even then, why would he not wait till they've turned the TVs on? <laughs> it's so stupid. I, wait. I know. Just wait. I know. I was watching it going, why would he do that? He's like supposed to be the smartest guy in the show. He's probably the only guy that doesn't consistently get tricked by the most obvious tricks. And then he doesn't wait until they watch it. Come on. That that annoyed the hell out of me, that as well. <laughs> yeah. TV and, show ruined. Okay, the, he, he takes the TVs. It's like, okay, either they lose the battery, they give him the TVs. Now, they give him the TVs after telling each other that they've hired them. Did you guys catch that? <laughs> I know, yeah. Joe I know. goes to Robbie, oh, did you hire yours as well? They yeah. just give him the TVs. It's like, going to cost the entire two hundred dollars in in fines. It's feasible that temporarily they'll go get them back, but it's like, oh no, you can have them. We've hired them, but we'll just give them to you. It's fine. And by the way, those Look. portable TVs back in the day, so people don't even understand what the hell we're talking about, really. Yeah. So, yeah. Like you had these portable TVs. So these days you don't even have portable TVs anymore, do you? Really? Like I can't even think. You have tablets. Oh yeah, exactly. You have tablets. You have phones. Pretty much. Netflix on your phones. All that kind of stuff. I think you can still get those portable DVD players with a screen, which is kind of like that was like the same thing. That was like three different thing. Yeah, yeah. That was like the the in between. Yeah, yeah. That was a very very short period that that was popular. Very short. Um, but anyway, so these portable TVs are just, you know, imagine you have a TV, but you could take it around and it was horrible. The battery didn't last for long at all. Like people whinge about, oh, you know, the mobile phone battery doesn't last for more than a day. These would last like an hour and an hour and a half, I think. Couldn't even watch an entire TV show. No. Now, no. Luke, Luke. Or a you, film for that matter. You had a Game Gear. How long did yeah. the Game Gear batteries last? That was a oh. color portable? That was like yeah, two hours was maybe? Crap. And that's what the I was going to bring up. So I had to put. <laughs> yeah, I'll let so, you. I'll let you go then. So this is this is going into the woe is me. Um, so I always wanted a Super Nintendo, and my mum went to the store. So I think it was for my birthday or Christmas or something, and she went to the store and she asked the store person. So I said like very clearly. I think I even made a Super Nintendo out of cardboard at one stage. But anyway, <laughs> I made it. <laughs> I made it this very clear I that I want a Super Nintendo. I love you, Mum. By the way, um, Mother's Day is coming up as well. Um, and yeah, just and you know, just take this store. episode in case it's uh, you know we're meant to be live every time we do this. Come on, <laughs> yeah, exactly. By the time it's recorded, I, I would have not given my mum a present. Um, and this is the reason why, Mum. <laughs> uh, anyway, don't worry. So I gave her a present instead. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> 
So basically, my mum went to the store and asked the. <laughs> Shut up, Mike. My mum. <laughs> You're a sick bastard, Mike. My mum went to the store and asked That's the not guy. What she said. Just wait. My mum went to the store and asked the guy, "Hey, my my son is his birthday. You know, he wants to get a Super Nintendo." Now this guy was like, "No, no, 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 no." Sega Game Gear. That's the best thing ever. It's so cool. You know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking this guy had a million Sega Game Gears in the storeroom. He sold three. <laughs> He's basically sold out of the Super Nintendo. He's thinking, here we go. Here we go. Beautiful. I remember Book. like uh, when I opened it, I was like, Line. this is not a Super Nintendo. It was too small. But yeah, Sega Game <laughs> Gear sucked. Did but, you scream or what, but, what happened? But, but it did have a TV like plug-in thing. That you could plug ah, in yes, like, yes, in the cartridge yes. to make it a TV. Wow. I was like super what a keen to get feature. one of those. But do you know how much they it was? They were expensive. Though. 200 bucks. <laughs> oh, oh, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, it was. I remember it really clearly. Because it was like... You should have uh, done price. this bit. Yeah, I know. You wouldn't know. have had a TV to watch one. anyway, so you would have won. <laughs> <laughs> I would have just traded it all in the cash converters to get a Super Nintendo. But anyway... Um, yeah, so, yeah, that was so stupid with the portable TVs. They would have cost a fortune. Like, you're basically, like, breaking the bet anyway. Like, honestly, those things, those portable TVs back in the day, they would have cost, like, 40 bucks a day. So, it makes no sense. Like, why would you do that? Anyway. Can we um, just agree that the entire show doesn't really make any sense? Well, this episode in particular, very much in particular. So, anyway, the the Ferrell's break... Hey, 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 hang on. Just quickly on, on, on the point of not making any sense... What's up with the fact that the entire episode started with them happily on the couch as a group of friends, as if nothing <laughs> had happened previously, they didn't get kicked out again? Now, that to me doesn't make sense. Well, I think that's just the show. Is, is that an ongoing thing? Every single yeah. episode? They they, get... they pretty much start from scratch every episode and have the loose running plot line, oh, Joe wants to kick them out. That's pretty much yeah. right. Okay, but and then he completely forgets about it because he's got Nothing, amnesia for some reason. Look, I would be so shocked if they change this, or I'm wrong. I'm sure. But it's pretty the last much episode. every single, yeah, every single episode oh. is not going to reference anything that ever happened in the previous episodes. Yeah, right. Yeah, so yeah. it's just going to reference the fact that the ferals live in his shed and he wants them out. That's that's all. true. We've got to like keep a very close eye to see if there's any continuity in this show. Because remember, there's a Aha! continuity expert in the show. Yes. <laughs> well, I think they've already kind of failed. <laughs> or they explain it by saying, as we said, there's been months of stuff happening between that we don't know about. That's right. They're, they're filling in the plot holes in the, in the backstory to give to the voice actors and the puppeteers so they can I really act if... the roles out. Hey, I wonder, is there any, like, feral fan fiction because oh, Jesus rule 34 you mean like <laughs> rule 34 no 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 yeah, exactly no. The, <laughs> yes there is the, there's even I said, porn I said fan fiction I didn't I say the internet would break if you asked it had to that. be of a sexual yeah, nature no because you, you could consider that if we found any feral fan fiction not that we probably could you could probably consider that part of the like extended universe of the ferals like they did with Star Wars <laughs> Where if they might they might do what the yeah the ferals are you they probably it will fill in the gaps between the episodes. What I think we need to do if it doesn't exist, we need to make our own ferals extended universe. So essentially, we say okay, okay. The fact that at the end of the ghost episode, like Joe hated them, but he was okay with them. We need to write the story that happened in between. I like this. So, I like this. This yeah, has to happen. That'll 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 be something. We'll, we'll we need to that. add it and put it out to the universe just to create a Federal's extended universe. Just the act of creating <laughs> it will create an extended universe. I just want that to be in existence in our universe. <laughs> but it has to be Can we PG. Do what the Avengers so did no and just mix some other characters in. What was that? Can we mix characters from other universes as well? Crossover? No, no, no. You got to establish uh, the extended universe first, and then no, have a no. I okay. think I think you can, but it has to be limited to ABC programs that were on at the same time. Ah, okay. Uh, so cool. if you well, notice, they did mention okay. in yeah. yeah they in this show they mentioned Play School, they mentioned Big Ted, so Big Ted could be an extended universe. Doctor they Who? mentioned Bananas Doctor Who. 
they mentioned bananas in pajamas, but I think it has to be an ABC show, an ABC yeah, produced show, because okay. then it's more realistic. Right, right, right. It's more feasible that they could <laughs> have more existed with the ferals. Right. <laughs> so Big Ted has to be a character. The bananas in pajamas have to be a character. Um, well, we'll have to look up what was on at the same time. So. Well, just just as a yeah. as a sort of footnote to this. Um, these guys were the same crew that worked on Bananas in Pajamas. So they have a ah, lot of references to that show. I did not in know that. Show. Yeah. Mm. But, well, but by the way, <laughs> there was one scene because they were like, it ended up being like Robbie was reading the TV guide and reading the TV weekly or whatever it was as if it was like the same as watching TV. Um, but she wanted to watch Play School, was it? It was something really yeah. weird. It was like this made no mm. sense. So much about this episode made no sense. But yeah, well, that, well, I that think was the amazing. idea is that when you're a drug addict on withdrawals, you'll take anything you can get. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, by the way, <laughs> another a scrap of whatever. Jumping back to the car scene for a second, another rule for mm. kids was Robbie and Joe looked at each other and they're like, "Oh, as long as no one ever finds out, it's not a wrong thing to do." <laughs> Did you guys not hear that? Because it's not wrong yes. as long as yeah. no one knows about it. I'm like, what the hell lesson is what this? What is it teaching kids? our kids? <clears throat> that was the second lesson. That's I have lost our virginity when we were 15. I have a fo- I have a feeling that the higher ups in ABC never actually watched this show because I don't like. There weren't. This was what early 90s. Yeah, 94, like, 95. Yeah, 94, 95. Yeah. Um. There weren't that many kind of like shows like this on TV that was pushing the boundaries a bit for humor in a kids' TV show. It was all pretty safe stuff yeah. or mm. imports from other countries. And I think that, as you said, um, you know, the consistent violence, you know, the fact that there's no positive moral lessons so far no. in this entire show at all. There's no positive no, none, moral zero. lessons. There's Everybody's a horrible zero. character, bar probably Leonard. <laughs> So, and he's like almost the loser of the show. He always seems to be either, you know, I don't know. He's just, he he's set up to be so smart, but he's always the ultimate one who's been tricked or been fooled or, I don't know. But yeah, you're right. Because like, I, there are I, no lessons. I thought that Robbie was going to initially be like the good character, but in the yeah. last episode, she, she just screwed with him. And this episode, at the start hmm. of the episode... She was just trolling them by like changing the channel on them and trying to screw with them. So <laughs> it's actually the evil one. Hmm, well, yeah, yeah, this episode she she doesn't look like a good person in this episode at all. So no, no. I I did find one thing funny um, when the pharaohs were watching TV and then um, Darren was impersonating the the Terminator, like the Dogonator. Ah, the Dogonator. That that did make me That was awesome. That was cool. Yeah. Um, Actually, like, um, in that same scene, Radis says, uh, he's talking about certain shows and he goes, uh, how the stomach turns. And I'm like, that sounds familiar. It's an actual show called As the Stomach Turns. But he said how the stomach turns. But because I don't think it's an ABC Ah. show, they changed it a little bit from... From as the stomach turns to how the stomach turns, so it's interesting that they mm. how they just change a little bit to get around having to you but, know. <clears throat> to play not always it. because they did the joke where they go the show's not called uh, or they go the show's called Cheers not Cheese. That's oh, yeah. true. That That's part? true. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. So they didn't mention some TV shows. So they either got it. Pick. They either got it wrong or <laughs> they changed it a little bit. So they could have got it wrong. So mm-hmm. if they did get it wrong. Aha! Whoever was in charge of that, because I called you out. <laughs> Whoa! Geez, twenty years later. <laughs> yeah, so the, um, I know. So we're going to crucify them. <laughs> when the ferals are in the shed, their TV breaks. What? What happened? It got pushed over or something. They were probably fighting over the TV. I was actually like almost they tuning out at that yeah. stage of the episode. It was so boring. Um, yeah the the one um, the one thing I liked. Uh, I forget. Maybe it was when uh, Leonard. I can't remember if it was after they broke the TV, but Lenny goes to um, give the TVs to Keith and Kylie. Yep. And Keith, he's, did you hear his snoring? <laughs> yeah. He's like, he snores, so he's like... Nee, 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 nee. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love this guy. I love this Keith guy. Oh, it's great. I love it. 
I want that Such Keith awesome voice character. actor to record my voice message. Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Kyle. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but did leave you see a this? message at the beep. <laughs> did you see? Okay, so like the ferals decide to try to steal uh, Leonard's TV. Call him up, say that oh we're on a radio show, and you know if you can spell rodent, you can. Which is so stupid. If you can spell rodent, <laughs> then you win. Rah rah rah. What I didn't understand is the three ferals, Mixie, Medigliana, and Darren, go in with like little cool sort of uh, disguises on their eyes. What I don't even know what you call them. It's like a Ninja Turtle style thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Band, um, like but, bandana, mask bandana. That's because Splinter yeah, yeah. never wore a mask, so... But Radis didn't that's wear why. one. What was up with that? Yeah, because he, he's like Splinter. Splinter doesn't <laughs> because, wear a mask. Because he's too cool well, for He's did. different. You know, he's an outcast. And also because he's too cool, yeah. Actually, on, <laughs> on Mike's point, that's that might be valid. I never thought about that because the other ones kind of look like the Ninja Turtles. Anyway, um, I thought that was. <laughs> did you uh, did you hear what Radis said to Medigliana when she was walking past him in that scene? What? What? What did he say? I can't remember. She he goes because uh, she was like struggling or going slow. And he's like, "Ah, Moggy, you're so fat." Oh yeah, yeah, I heard that. I'm like, that's just so weird. I'm like, what? That was so like just put it down. I mean. She's she's a bitch of a character, but just go. Oh, you're just you're fat. It's like this show is not good for kids. I actually not, so not, not good. good at I all. reckon that was just the voice actors playing around with each other. I know that these kind of shows are highly highly scripted, just because there's so much stuff going on. They can't really do much improv yeah. stuff. But I feel like that was like because it was said almost like at the side of the mouth. Like I thought that was yeah, just the just voice actor having a bit of a laugh or something. Yeah, it was Probably. it was only because I'm like trying to actually pay attention to these little details that yeah, I caught yeah. it. I think that most people probably wouldn't have heard it and, you know, take a note. But yeah, yeah that was a no, bit I did cool. I did think about that and I I forgot to write it down, but that did make me laugh. I was like, that's just dark. Like what the hell? <laughs> um <laughs> The part that made me laugh is when Mixie goes um, that she's got a personally signed photograph of Bucks Bunny. Yeah. That yeah, was that, pretty good. Well, that yeah. So cool, that's laugh. what we're going on to. So, like, <clears throat> the Ferrell's TV's broken. Joe always wants them out of the shed. So they decide to recreate a TV show that they were watching at the start of the episode called Pay the Price. So a stupid game show where if you get the answer right, you get a point. If you get it wrong, you have to do... Or the other team has to do a dare or... Pay the price for getting it wrong. Yeah, it's like it's a, it's a dare. Right. Yeah, um, it's actually a pretty good idea for a TV show. So the structure of it was the feral three of the ferals, X Radis, um, were on one team. Who if was they the win, judge? They get a new TV, and on the other team was Joe, Kylie, and Keith. Um, and if they win, Joe kicks the ferals out of the shed. The bizarre thing with this is that. You've got Robbie and Leonard, who are sort of the hosts, adjudicators to some degree, and then the judge is Radis. It makes no sense. <laughs> Why would Joe go along with oh, this? Oh, it makes so perfect stupid. sense. Again, it's a life lesson about corruption in our legal system. I know. That's what I wrote down. Another lesson: <laughs> corruption. It's so it's like a lot the whole of lessons thing in was this. But, by the way, before we get too far into this, I just yeah. have to note something that happened. Just when they were proposing this idea, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Joe's like, "Okay, but if you lose, you have to leave the shed or whatever." Um, Robbie goes, "It's it's a bit rough, Joe." And Joe just goes, "Thanks." <laughs> I know, I saw that. <laughs> now that's um, that reminded that's the kind of Joe that they should have in the show more. That was the Joe that they introduced as. From the get-go, the douchebag Joe, the guy that was the guy was so up himself, but they've just turned him into this moron who's every now and then has these glimpses of being a smart-ass douchebag. I'm hoping that's just a couple of episodes that does it. I, I hope they go back to that. Well, in this because episode, that was an awesome character. In this episode, yeah. I actually felt sympathy for Joe. So, like, in the final yeah. scene, it was totally stacked against him. Or the final part of the episode. I'm like, this is crap. I don't know why he'd even agree to that. But again, you know, it's the logic of the show. <laughs> now, well, yeah, did so- you see Leonard? 
He was 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 Leonard. Obviously, had his hair straightened, so he looked really different. Yeah, but know. did you see? He was wearing eyeliner. It I was. Did, I so, It was like what kind of HD version are you watching? Of, it was some kind of eyeliner that was hard yeah. to tell because the video quality is quite poor. But he was definitely wearing something. And I'm like, this is so odd. He it looks was so super weird. And odd. And he's got some kind of like smoking jacket or something. I don't know what it is. It's like a <laughs> Hugh Hefner style jacket or something. It's, oh, it was, yeah, really. What was really so odd. funny was I actually thought, you know, when we started this podcast and I'm like, oh, I'm going to try to, you know, be up for the intro. And when he ran out, I thought of myself, like he was so overdone, so overacted, just, he was just like... <laughs> It was like Larry Emder on ice. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was good. I liked him in that scene. I thought he was funny. I thought, like, you know, he's such a lame character. He's For me, he's, like, the worst character in the show. Like, that might be harsh, but he's just so annoying. Um, well, he he's, he's a normal person within a group of complete crazy, over-the-top misfits, including the humans and, you know, the side animals and stuff. But, um... But he's not that in normal. This... He's like super, super well, smart. Like he invents these machines. Yeah. Off... Like how quickly did he invent the? Which I'm just gonna call the digital TV monitoring alarm. <laughs> how quickly did he put that together? It was like they made the bet and he already had it. It's as if he had it there already. <laughs> yeah, I know. Now, um, during the quiz or the game show, you know yeah. how um Darren like presses a button and then doesn't know what the answer is, even though it's about him. Yeah. When he press when when Radis goes to ask the second question and he shouts Don't touch the button, Darren <laughs> <laughs> It was that was probably the highlight of the whole thing because he just shouts uh, at him Don't so touch the button, Darren I know was, we've already flagged it, it really... earlier, but one of my highlights for this episode is when Radish was coming in, he was like I don't even know what he was on. I needed to write a note of it, but he was on some kind of like crane or i don't know what he was presented on <laughs> but but leonard introduces him as rat professor radis p radis i'm just like Why? i know i know it's awesome it's so bizarre <laughs> and it was like and a then, surprise uh... <laughs> that he was coming out <laughs> and um you know how one of the uh, i think it was the second thing that they had to have like the first thing they had to eat brussels sprouts or something from the box well, the, yeah, Joe's the paying team. the price and yeah, the they second had to, they had to eat brussels sprouts. yeah the paying the Which... price and the second was that they had to drink like some chili juice and when robbie goes to present it she goes well that's the last that the was heat. the last one that was the third one i think ah okay she goes like it'll put the heat in your day and then looks <laughs> at the camera and then a jingle plays oh, that was really? that's like I didn't a, notice that. yeah it was like Dilly! It was. Oh, that was. It, I thought that was something yeah, was else. A, I thought it was my phone or something. No, no, it was a little jingle. So what, what that, was it? It wasn't uh, product placement or something, was it? No, but she was acting as if it was like a product placement, like it yeah. wasn't prices right. Yeah. That, was, that wasn't a product back in like ninety ninety four ninety five that had that slogan. Was there? Put the heat. Oh, in your I'm day. an immigrant. I don't It'll remember. Probably, I'm asking you guys. Geez, I'm guessing have to it's really probably dig. a play on something. Yeah, you'd yeah. have to dig. You'd yeah. have to go through all. But the I just ads back then. I just like that. Can we just kidnap um, the writer and ask him? Too much work. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fair enough. No, I just thought that, like, little things like that saved the episode from being complete failure for me because it was little shines of brilliance in nothingness. So yeah, I don't know. I I actually disagree with you guys. I actually really like the episode purely based on the theme the fact that when you think about what what it tries like this is on a serious note right i I dick around a lot but when it comes to this particular episode the fact that it deals with television addiction is really awesome and and the fact that they spin it on it on on its head and they go hey it's actually way more fun when instead of sitting there in front of a box watching this shit you go out there and you create your own stuff like that's that to me is the big theme that came out of it uh, and, and the thing that I got out of this, which I think, I know, I know it's a bit esoteric, as an idea, but the issue that we have, you know, in society nowadays is so many people consume crap that others create, boo a small percentage words, of people. That sorry, that I think, you know, I think it's an awesome theme. The fact that it, it's telling you that that you should be creating more stuff. That there's joy and awesome fun in creating your own boo. shit. Boo. Yeah, screw you both. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I'm right. <laughs> no, you make some very good points. You actually make some TLDR. good points. TLDR. You make TLDR. Some, TLDR. You make some good points. You make some good points. Like, no, in short, good episode, it, it, good theme. I get what you're saying, but it's Create so bizarre shit, that, like, I, you know, I, I can see what you're saying. The themes are, hey, kids... <clears throat> You know, you don't need to be watching TV. Hang on. This is a TV show, right? You could turn it off right then and go outside. <laughs> and then, you know, it's more fun to just go Inception. do your own thing. Okay, great. But then all these other things, like make bets with people with large amounts of money, rigging games <laughs> so that you win and then your opponent loses. And then yeah, in that scene, it's, it's, Joe goes to drink the drink. So... Like, it's set up as all three, Kylie, Keith, and Joe, need to drink the spicy drink. The other two back out, right? And Joe is like, I'll drink it. Which, on that, it's lauded. So, the association with, yes, drinking some, you know, liquid that you don't really necessarily want to drink is a good thing. And then he starts drinking it, and then they're all like, skull, skull, skull. And they're all, like, cheering (laughs) that he's doing it. I'm like, this is a kid show. What the hell is this crap? So, I get your point. It's Australian culture at its finest. (laughs) true i guess the prime minister and former prime ministers were just seen doing this recently so mike with you to your Mm. point um the concept of the the episode was good the concept yeah it was just the way they executed scenes like oh yeah like the transition scene where they're watching tv and then it changes days to days it was just a very it didn't flow properly and i think it was a good theme fairly poorly executed Relatively poorly executed. I it's I wouldn't say very poorly. It was no, it no. Was no just, I, said, I said I said fairly. You're right. Oh, fairly. Okay. Relatively is probably a better word for it. And then you know the final lesson in this episode was Joe went through and drank the drink, and then Radish just said, "Oh, the other team got two out of three questions, so they've won. Doesn't matter anyway." I was just like, "What is this <laughs> trying to teach people?" And. And then the episode just ended. And that was the end. It but was, did you actually keep watching like, past the credits? Because there was more to the episode after that. Yeah, what? I watched a little bit, yeah. Yeah, but it, was, it wasn't very interesting, but there was more to the end of it. Just Joe setting up the TV for them, because he had to get the TV. Now... Because he lost the bet. Could you say that we could give a nickname to Joe of Joe King Lannister? Because <laughs> he paid his debts. Nah, he was. Um, am I right? Am I right? Am I right? Um, am I right? Am I right? No, he. If you looked like he looked so sad when he was putting up the TV <laughs> for them, he did. You felt sorry I, for him this episode. I like the, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I felt bad for him, and I like the little line where they were like, "Oh, a little bit more to the left than this," and he's like, "Hey, hang on there." It was, it was really weird. Yeah. It was actually good acting because I really felt like he was kind of a bit annoyed and he captured the moment really well. <laughs> it's probably the best acting I've seen in the entire show, to be honest. What kind of em- <laughs> emotional roller coaster is this show? Uh, One episode, strange. you hate the guy, then you resent him. Well, he's a completely then you like different guy. Show to show. No, you think he's just some. Uh, it is. You just. It's a you roller just coaster wait. ride. You just wait for the black and white episode where um, Mixie's the only one in color. black and white episode? Really? What? Mixie's the only one in colour and they uh, they go and they meet Liam Neeson and you see where I'm going. <laughs> oh, right. It's right, an emotional right. rollercoaster of a show. You know, right, it's going right, to have right. some deep themes. <laughs> <laughs> um, now... Redis's list. The credits, right? Oh, yes, you are the credit master. You, you, no, you need a name. No. Yes. There, there's, only, there's only so so much you can get the out credit of these credits because the they're going to be the same every single time. Yeah. Did we talk about Robin Williams already? <laughs> what? No, I don't think we did. Okay, to in, if somebody's listening to this well after we've recorded it, Robin Williams only passed away a couple of months ago, like four months, five months ago or something. So when I saw his name in the credits, it was a little, I was a little taken aback. But it's like good old Dave Dobbin. They've changed <laughs> the letter. It's a Robin with a Y. Robin Williams is the production designer. Well, but I was like, that might what be a real person. With these credits? But that might be a real person. Williams is like a massively common name. Of course, it's a real person. I'm not saying it's the real <laughs> okay. Robert Williams. I'm just trying to find anything I can in the credits. Give me a break. 
<laughs> that was good though, Robin Williams. You had me. There. I'm gonna I'm gonna start stretching because, as I said, these credits are gonna have the same exact <laughs> list of names every time, and there's only so far you can take a puppet doctor. <laughs> puppet doctor, you had the continuity expert. That was good. No, no right, I so... think you picked up on continuity expert. I picked up on Dave Dobbin. Oh, I'm happy to give you give you that one. I'm happy to give you that one. You are the credit no, master. I'll take it. I'll take um, it. So, on to ratings, because that's the whole point of this show, to review the show and rate it. Um, Mike, let's start with you. What what did you get a bit out of 10, 10 couch potatoes? With, uh, all right, with me... Is he asleep? Out of 10, <laughs> He's been I'm watching going the episode. to say... <laughs> I'm going to say... I'm going to give it a 2 out of 10. Ooh. So, I've written my number down, because I didn't want to be influenced by you. Um, I gave it three out of 10. I, I initially gave it four and then I'm like, what am I thinking? This is so crap. Like I've got to give this three. So two's fair though. What, what, what <laughs> you guys are hush what, critics. What did you think, Mike? Eight? I gave it a six. Six? Whoa. Jeez. She, yep. she liked this. Jeez. So the quick, hey, I thought it was that, a good theme. Also, I'm giving ep- every single episode a six, <laughs> <laughs> but it had a good theme. So. Are you actually recording these ratings, Luke? Cause yeah, I yeah, can't, yeah. Uh, All right, good, because I can't remember what I gave the last yeah, yeah. one. But no, be... this, if, if I gave this more than a two, then, uh, yeah, I'd wonder why. So, Oh, this is this is significantly below what we've rated things in the past. No, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have all the ratings on the website and maybe I'll put a chart together or something like that. I'll get funky with it. It'll be fun. Do some fancy graph with, you know, means and averages and some, like, hypothesis, hypothesis theories. <laughs> or oh, hypothesis. <laughs> hypothesis theories. <laughs> that Wait, um, I didn't say that. That was the connection. Um, just let me go edit the audio afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> um, so is there anything that we missed in the show? Apart from a good mm. show? No, just the part where Mitzi goes, television addiction is a terrible thing. I just <laughs> love the way doesn't. she said it. I was I was she missing television that. addiction is a terrible thing. <laughs> now <laughs> she said it to Robbie. I'm pretty sure it was Robbie she said it to. Did she actually say they were, that? They were talking about Yeah, they were talking about the issue and then she goes, Television addiction is a terrible thing. Oh wow, I didn't I think that that was at the start yeah. of the episode, wasn't it? Oh, okay. No, I think it was later on. I don't know, no, probably like three quarters of the way through. It was before they made their own show, I think, just before that. Uh, the, the only Mixie related thing I can remember that we haven't talked about was her uh, singing I Should Be So Lucky by Kylie Minogue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which was <laughs> just was weird. That was weird. And then uh, Darren was like really into it, like really into it. <laughs> Something weird going on there. Um, um yeah, no, with this episode, one thing I missed is it didn't feel as over-the-top as the previous two episodes. Oh, um, yeah, no I mean, way. the first episode has had them playing, like, a music thing, you know, a whole concert. The second episode had, like, you know, it was ghosts, but it was, like, fake ghosts, but it was, like, really over-the-top. This episode just felt a bit mundane. So, mm. well, you yeah, can't, I think you something can't... a bit more exciting. Well, you can't say that they aren't trying to do crazy things. Like, they, they're they really mixing it up, aren't they? Like, they're going, yeah, you're right. Like, from ghosts to having talent quests to having, I, I don't know, hosting their own show and making bets and teaching terrible lessons. But the, the game show is very similar to Which the talent, talent every, quest, though. Yeah, I there are similarities, the, you're right. Yeah. Without the crowd, it felt like a similar setup. Like, they were leading up to it. We just didn't have an inkling of it really early in the episode, although I guess you could sit there and go, okay, they're talking about the game show at the start of the episode. They might do their own version. But, you know, the first episode, they're actually talking about the talent quest that's coming up. So that's true. It it felt very similar to the first episode, but not in in, in a bad way. So mm, That's true. All right. Well, if no one else has anything to add, I'm going to wrap it up. And I'll see you all, well, we'll see you all next week for episode four, Buried Treasure. Goodbye. It's going to be an interesting episode. Say hello to your mom for me. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs>